From the studios of Harbor Park Health and Fitness, it's time for another edition of Hey Health Matters. I'm Pete. I'm Jason. Jason, Merry Christmas. How you doing? I'm doing very well, Pete. Merry Christmas. We got just a few days until the the big day. Yeah, we can tell. I can tell that we're close because I'm having to make plans for actually rapping. Are you a guy? And of course, you're a married man, so maybe you have a little help with this. Do you wrap gifts or do you go with like the gift bag and you just handle it that way? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, all my gifts I delivered to my my mother's house and I haven't even touched them yet. I'm just hoping that they're all there. So I, I still need to figure that's probably going to be time dependent. We'll see how much time I have when I get my hands on them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, it is more convenient just to yeah t- you know, tend to be a rapper but rapper. you know who's got the time yeah or the technique i i do have the technique i'm a pretty you have good the rapper, technique yeah. okay so i'll bring all my stuff to you because clearly you've got it all i, I have out. the technique down. you know what you know what i've learned over the years is if there's the opportunity at the store to have somebody who knows what they're doing rap it <laughs> take it up my, I actually impressed my wife with my rapping abilities. That's very cool. So, gentlemen very out cool. there. I, uh, I, I got to say, if it's like just a little donation to their organization or whatever, so worth it. Yeah. Give them yeah, five bucks yeah. or and whatever it is. Done, you Dollar a gift it. or whatever you want to do. Good to go. Anyway, that's not why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about gifts and rapping all gifts day long. Gifts and rapping and tinsel and, uh, and so forth. But uh, Tree Topper, that's going to be our conversation a little bit later on. In the meantime, we do have something sort of health and fitness related today, like we'd like to talk about, and something educational because it goes to the nature versus nurture debate. Mm-hmm. Are yep. you yep. the product of your genes, the product of your environment, a combination of the two? Well, I was going to say, as with anything, Pete, you know, it's never so black and white as to say it's one or the other, right? This is kind of like, um, if you want to think like Jurassic Park, where they cloned all the dinosaurs and sent them out there, you couldn't do that with like a human being. You couldn't take Ben Franklin and say, let's create him in 2021, right? Because you might have the genetic makeup, but it's not his upbringing and his time. It would be somebody completely different, right? Might look like him. Well, truth be told, I I didn't hear a thing you said because I was thinking about, um, (laughs) did you hear that... um, no one's ever heard what a dinosaur sounds like. Someone just decided to make it up. That is correct. Oh, Isn't yeah. that kind of that's, crazy to think about? It's very strange. You know, they, they made it seem very realistic. You want to go down that rabbit hole for a second, you would think, oh, it might sound like a lizard or some other kind of big animal. But if you think that dinosaurs became birds, were they chirping <laughs> in Jurassic <laughs> Park? Is that what they should have been doing? I mean, who knows, right? But... Um, Wow, that's another holiday rabbit hole that we found, or, or dinosaur hole, as the case may be. <laughs> but talking about our genes and how they affect us, as opposed to our environment, it's not just cloning dinosaurs mm-hmm. or human beings, that type of thing, but something very practical as we try to plot out our health and fitness regiment, routine, and goals. Right. Um, so, so this concept, it's called... Um, genetic expression or gene expression okay and and with everything you know every decade or two you know a field of study just gets you know a little bit deeper they they find a new cave to to dive down into and and this is the newest thing Um, genetic expression and and how we kind of explain it is think about you know you have your DNA and and that's like your blueprint for your your body and it has you know your genes and all that stuff 
Um, you know, we kind of just assumed that the DNA, you know, tells your body what to do and then it carries out the function and it creates you the person. What we're learning is, um, so the, the genetic expression, the expression part is the, the genes, you know, or the blueprint can be carried out better or worse depending on the environment that you're in. We were talking before we started, Pete, and, and I was giving the example of, you know, say you, you have blueprints for a house, perfect, immaculate, and you have two contractors, you have, you know, the best there is and the worst there is. You know, you would believe that even though you have the exact same blueprint, you're going to have two very different products. One's going to look immaculate, another one, you know, probably is going to look not so great. Mm-hmm. You know, the the final product is going to be uh, relative to the skill of the contractor. Your genes are the same way. This is what we're learning is that, you know, if you foster a really good environment for yourself, you eat properly, you know, you, you reduce stress, you, you don't overstress yourself, you don't overstimulate yourself, you sleep enough, you're getting enough vitamin D, you're out in the sunshine, you're playing, you know, you, you foster this, the right um, environment for your body, your genes are going to express more fully than if you're eating like crap, um, you're eating a ton of processed foods, you're super stressed out, you're drinking, you're smoking, you're not sleeping at all. In that scenario, your your genes are not going to express, you know, mm-hmm. maybe partially. So you look at some people and, you know, you, you've heard the, the expression, you know, he won the genetic lottery or, <laughs> right. you know, or, or, you know. There's a, uh, there's another more coarse phrase that you can use in lucky. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway. Yeah. Right, right. But, so, you know. Back to that club. And, and, yeah, I'm sure some people do have better genes than others. Uh, than than others, but then there's the second layer, and th- that's how you are um, setting your body up to express those genes. You know, are, are you giving yourself a fighting chance or not? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I think that's where a lot of cancer comes into play. Is is your body's just in this terribly, you know, your cortisol's through the roof. You're you're chronically inflamed, and your body, you know. Your body's doing everything it can just to fight off this chronic inflammation, let alone fighting off the the potentially dangerous or cancerous cells. Um, you know how we we've talked about you know like chronic disease and obesity. Your your internal system is so ravished in that scenario. Like, yeah, of, of course things aren't going to be right. Your your body's not going to to execute on the blueprints as they're supposed to be because everything's so messed up your body makes new cells all the time and i don't remember what the rate is but every so often you're not you every seven years (laughs) every single cell in your body is replaced so if you think back to seven years ago and you're not physically that person anymore your body has 
recreated all those cells and making those copies over and over and over again. So if you're not giving it the right material to go with, right. and you're not giving it the right environment to do it in, it's going to make inferior copies as it goes. Right. Unless you really hit the genetic lottery. I mean, I guess we all know some of those people live to be 90 and they didn't follow any of the rules, but there are very few and far right. between. Right. Most of us are not going to be that lucky. So we better But you shape know, up. with that being <laughs> said... Every person I know that's over 90, like anyone that I've ever looked at that's over 90, none of them are obese. Mm -hmm. You know, none of them are excessively overweight. You know, they're, they're all relatively happy, in good health, you know, enjoying life. It's one of those things where your body can only handle so much stress and you observe sometimes people who aren't healthy for whatever reason um, if it's factors they could have controlled or not and you can just see the body under that strain to do the most basic things to walk across the restaurant to pay the bill was, right. the, one, was the one I most recently observed so but you know again to get to that try to we always try to find metaphors to understand things if you have a copy machine or you're trying to make copies generation after generation right they become inferior and inferior and inferior so all the more reason why if you don't do maintenance on it if you don't uh, you know, do what you need to do replace the ink it's not going to create right, good copies right. so your body kind of works the same way you know to to kind of double down on this analogy i was actually I was literally at the copy center last week and there was an older gentleman who wanted a copy of a certificate made mm -hmm. and you know, it did not look that good. And the gentleman who was who was making the copy said, "Well, you know, this certificate you're giving me is a copy. Okay, so now we got a copy of a copy, and you know, it's it's just becoming more distorted. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I think that's a great analogy. You know, if, if you don't have the original, and if it's not, you know, pristine, pristine, so to speak, every copy gets a little bit worse and worse and worse. So, you know, just emphasizes the importance of of keeping your body as as optimal as as possible and not not just physically not just working out like that's what we do here but diet stress you know the the whole the whole range of things that we talk about and your body wants doesn't want to be sick you know the what i discovered and i i like to think i got to it soon enough to kind of maximize this uh, possibility, but my body didn't want to be obese. Yeah, you know, that was something I was doing to myself. Right. Once right. you start putting all the right factors in, you start making better copies. If we're gonna get the analogy <laughs> right, and and it, again, it kind of depends on where you start, but that's a spectrum. So you can right. move along that as you right. go. Just because you are older, quote unquote, and you say, "Well, I'll never get to pristine copies again." Well, it doesn't mean you, you have to have. You don't you can have get to get better backup. ones, right? Exactly. Right. Right. You might be at forty percent. Maybe get up to seventy-five percent. Right. Think of how much better that is. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Yeah, maybe maybe the the first edition, you know, ten out of ten graded <laughs> is is gone. It's done. We'll never get that back. But you know, there there's still a good range that we mm -hmm. can work towards. Right. Um, you know, and, and we say this all with a grain of salt because we know it's it's the holidays and we don't expect you to be, you know, Grinches and, and 
you know, Scrooges. I've been, wanting, uh, I've been wanting peppermint ice cream. Yeah, and I was you gotta the, enjoy yourself. I was on the quick bit. trip last night, and I, ha- I looked at it, and I'm like, nah, you know, I better not. And I got down the island, I go, dang it, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought the dang ice cream. Right. But uh, and I was thinking about it. If you can't be merry and have fun this time of year, you never are. But it's Christmas, right? Right. We're not going to do that the other fifty-one weeks of the year necessarily. And that's that's so. exactly what I was going to bring up too. And we we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's it's not the weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's the weeks between Christmas and Thanksgiving that that is going to set the tone, right? Um, and you know, by no means are we um, New Year's resolutioners. You know, it's not like okay, January first, this is my year. It's okay, January first, this is time to buckle down you know recommit to excellence right right, for the year ahead um so yeah keep that in mind as as we go through this now if you're in the situation where you know you were like peep before you started and you're like well it's christmas i'm not going to do anything until the new year well i'll I'll challenge you you know don't just you know (laughs) there's nothing magical about january 1st yeah don't don't say to heck with it just because of the date you know maybe say well i know friday and saturday aren't going to be great so maybe today what can i do tomorrow what can i do to to start changing the tune just a little bit i mean if i said a quart of ice cream is going to be in my in my regular shopping basket and a part of my life oh that might get towards problematic right so i we're, we're talking about making good decisions what we just say 80 percent of the time 80 to 90 percent of the time christmas is like one percent of the year so um if you can but i made this mistake kind of what you were referencing i could have started my journey in december and i said but it's christmas right (laughs) right right so i went and i waited a whole week into january so that could have been me just going like yeah forget about it right so you yeah. got to kind of watch that mentality because I thought, well, I can't have any fun over Christmas. And that was not the right attitude to have, obviously. Well, I had a lot of attitudes let, to straighten Let me out. ask you, uh, you know, bring yourself back to that time. To pudgy Pete mindset. Were, okay. were, <laughs> were you like, well, I'm committed. I know for 1,000% I'm going to do it. I just want to wait till the, the holidays are over. Or was it like, I'm kind of like foot in foot out we'll see what happens i i thought i was a thousand percent but i knew that i couldn't prove that to anybody mm-hmm. maybe even myself so i wasn't going to try i was going to say i'm just what i'm going to do and i'm going to have to follow through with what right. i with what i say and i did um but i was just kind of worried like or maybe it was anxiety or i would say i'm going to miss out on the fun you know, I'm not going to be able to have the treats I like. I'm not going to be able to eat as much of the food I like. I have to stick to the broccoli salad only. Um, well, <laughs> So the- I just didn't want to. And I thought I was setting myself up for failure because if I have all of those things, I didn't think I was going to have the willpower to withstand it. Right. Well, the the reason I asked that is because if someone came up to me and and said, you know, they're in your exact scenario and said, I know I need to lose 100 pounds. And January first, I will commit a thousand percent, and in in a year's time, I will be a hundred pounds less. And I would say, great, okay, have fun for the rest of the year, you know. And then, but and then if you didn't see me on January seventh, the the problem is ninety nine percent of people 
who even in their head think they're a thousand percent committed are not. Right. And so right. you'll go through the holidays and then you'll feel like crap and then it'll be the first of the year and then you'll be like, oh, I feel so bad. I don't want to start. How can I go to the gym? That turn into seven days and then you're like, well, I already missed the first. Might as well wait till February and then, you know, <laughs> the whole year shot. Um, so that's why I say, you know, you just got to start. And start doesn't mean perfect. You know, you, you just got to start making better decisions. In retrospect, what ended up motivating me was the uh, perception, whether it was true or not, that people didn't think I was going to follow through with it. So it was almost like that negative reinforcement of, I'll show you eventually. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I'll get, I'll get to it. And we got kind of to New Year's. And through that first week, and I was like, am I really going to commit to doing this? And finally, January 7th came along. It was a Monday. I'm like, it was my first commit to excellence Monday. Okay. And every Monday since then has been recommitting to excellence. <laughs> All right. So that was that was how I started. But that's why I kind of say January 1st is not a magical date. It right. started the 7th. Right. You know, I, you have to just get in, get into I, a group. It Pick is a, a day powerful day, you know, because it, it gets you thinking, but it's it's not, to your point, it's not magical. It's not enough to do it. You still need to decide. Right. You know, so cool. You're thinking about the New Year's and you're thinking about committing, but do one better than that. And again, you, you don't have to be perfect through this weekend. Um, you know, maybe if you had one thing to think about, maybe it's what we talked about a few weeks ago. Uh, never two in a row. So, you know, maybe it's never have two bad meals in a row, mm -hmm. you know? So if you know you're going to have Christmas Eve dinner and it's not going to be great, you're going to have a really good lunch on Christmas Eve and then you're going to have a really good breakfast on Christmas morning, okay? And then, you know, you got to decide if you know Christmas dinner is not going to be good, then you have to have a good lunch on Christmas, mm -hmm. Christmas Day, you know, and then Sunday you're back to a good breakfast. So never two in a row. Maybe, you know that that would be great if you could carry that into this weekend. Never two bad meals in a row. So if you know if you go off the deep end for dinner and then you have a little dessert, that means you can't wake up <laughs> and have the cinnamon rolls. Okay, you know have have some eggs and some veggies. <laughs> And half a cinnamon roll. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I was just as you were you were talking about the 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 never two in a row principle. You know, a lot of the times the traditions we inherit in our in our holidays was in a time when we did not eat to such overabundance right, constantly. Right. And I was talking to somebody about this this morning. I go, it's Christmas. That's supposed to be the best meal you eat all year, except for all the other ones because <laughs> we eat good all year round. Right. We have first world right. problems when it comes to that. So I think some of the traditions were, well, let's party for 12 days when we have enough food because the rest of the year we really, you know, we don't party like this all the time. Mm -hmm. We party like this all the time. So we, we, we do need to find, strike that balance because we do everything to such over, right. uh, right. overabundance and overindulgence all the time. Or, you know, maybe, maybe you commit to, to going for a 20 minute walk after each meal. That would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. It might be, might be better for you. Yeah. Especially if you, uh, you're like my Christmas Day experience and the second half of the day is basically sedentary. Yeah, <laughs> especially we got Packer football on Christmas. And Bucks year. basketball. Yeah, I guess, so. uh, sport doubleheader. 
Put the little earbuds in and you'll be you'll be fine. If, we, if you're not sleeping yeah. from all the overindulgence. Yeah, that's true. But that kind of gets to talking about the week after Christmas and the between Christmas and New Year's because if you enjoy yourself, say, 23rd, 24th, 25th. It's an interesting week. It's an interesting week. And you then know. you can hit Monday, which would be the 27th in this case. No reason to not to recommit to excellence during that week. I, I will say typically when Christmas and New Year's are on like a, a Thursday you know, or a Friday, it's a super short week. For both of them are. But now with Christmas and New Year's on a Saturday, yeah, you do have a full week. So, you know, typically it's like, well, I have three days of work. You know, I don't really care too much. I'm just going to get through these three days. You know, we're, everyone in the office is going to be slacking off. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. But now, again, you have a whole week. Like, yeah, make it a good week. Don't just toss it in because it's, it's a short week. Um, unfortunately, you're not going to have a long break like normal unless you just – I know a lot of people are just taking a couple of weeks off leading into the new year. Um, but, yeah, make it a good week. Why not? Especially if you have the time. Go to the grocery store, p- prepare some good healthy food for you, make a couple of breakfast, lunch, and dinners. Mm-hmm. Start planning those New Year's options. Right, you know, steam shrimp, and, and then of you deep can, fried. F- yeah, you <laughs> you can feel good on the the special occasions because you did so well. That and that's kind of my mentality, and I understand like the never two in a row thing, and that's valuable. I'd say most of the time, but you now kind of going back to my mental process last night is, it's Christmas. I'm just going to allow, speaking personally. To maybe I'm not I can't overindulge, like I can't eat the whole omelet at breakfast <laughs> anymore, right? But I'm I'm going to enjoy myself, and do it guilt free because the rest of the year, and next week, you know, I have every intention, thousand percent, like we say, right, right. of of doing just that. But in the meantime, I'm going to enjoy right, Christmas. Right. So, um, so we we deviated far from genetic expression. Correct. Well, we worked uh-huh. in a little, but little Christmas you conversation. Know, I, it, it all plays together because the food you're eating, how you treat yourself, you know, even if you are a hundred percent, you know, spot on with your diet, if it's so much that it's stressful and it's weighing you down, you know, that is a factor that can, you know, hinder your genetic expression. Mm-hmm. Too much stress is not a good thing. So, you know, and that's why we talk about allowing a little bit of room for flexibility and balance so that you don't, you know, beat yourself up too hard, punishing yourself and, and restricting yourself. Right. And the other thing is, is these, it's not that it's bad to have a food that, you know, maybe is not on the healthy list. It's on the naughty list, if you want to use the Christmas analogy, is that we do too much of it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the healthier you are generally, the more you enjoy the little bit of indulgence and the harder it is to over and do it because you make yourself yeah, sick. Yeah. So. You know, yeah. At this point I have a piece of pie or piece of cake and then my stomach starts to get upset. Right. And, and it's kind of bizarre when you think about your, your body knows this stuff is not good. You know, it's not supposed to be there. Um, tastes amazing and right. that's why we eat it. But intuitively your body, and, and like you said, you get to a point where your body says, hold on. This is, this is not supposed to be here. There's something wrong going on in there. Um, 
you know, we, we need to reevaluate our we choices. Have the, I, I call it the internal committee. Right. You know, be, right. The, the, the brain and the gut yeah. and, the, well, and the ego all get together when, and say, hey, when, what's going on? When you get to a healthy point, your body's so intuitive. And so I, I've been having a really hard time getting up the past couple of weeks, two or three weeks. Like I wake up and it, it feels like I could sleep. I, I made this joke the other day in front of a few people. I said, you know, like normally you wake up and you're like, man, I could go for another 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, you put the snooze on. It's been like I could go for another two or three hours. So, you know, you wake up and you feel like a zombie. Mm. And I was like, man, what, what's going on? I'm just like totally out of discipline. And like I'm just not myself or what? And then I realized from like August, the end of August, early September through Thanksgiving, I worked myself, you know, extremely hard you know, kind of like nose to the ground, kind of just nonstop. Um, so oh, my, my body is just extremely fatigued. And for those, for those who, you know, have, have been in the, the workout world for a while, there's a point where you can exercise so much to a point where your central nervous system kind of just shuts down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you come in and you just feel like lethargic as heck and you know, you, you can't lift anywhere near what you're used to, you know, and that's an indicator that your CNS is shot. You just need to take a few days off and recover. And so, you know, it took me some, some you know, it, introspection to realize that, dude, you're just fatigued from going so hard for a few months. Sure. Um, my whole point being your body knows what it needs, you know, your body knows if, if something's not supposed to be there, it knows when it needs more water, you know, it it knows all this stuff. Um, and that, that's not to say that you're going to know, it's going to give you an indicator that something's not right. Right. And and then it's up to you to figure out what. So I always tell people, if you feel bloated, if you feel like, you're gassy and your stomach is super expand. That's you sh- should never feel that. That is not right. That means something in your system, uh, your your body's having a reaction to something, um, and so that's an indicator that something you're putting in there is not right. You got to figure out what that is, get rid of it until you don't feel that anymore, um, which is kind of part of the fun of like experimenting <laughs> and digging in and, and figuring out okay what am i doing what's not working what what can i do better you know and it's it's just the whole process of continuous um improvement right you we're know, the best uh, we're the best dyi project yeah you can yeah we, we just want to make one tiny tweak a day that's going to get you one percent better because if if you compound that every single day in, in a year you're going to be totally different you know very good stuff and uh, kind of a good period to put at the end of the podcast sentence. If that makes any sense. I don't know. It's Christmas. Wait, wait, what if we put a jingle bell there <laughs> instead of a period? By the way, it was one of the best little stocking stuffers I ever got. It was full of toys and everything, but it had the little jingle bells in there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I annoyed my parents to no end. <laughs> jingling one. Is this like a recent thing or like a child? Peep? This was a childhood a, thing. A yeah. pudgy child <laughs> thing. <laughs> Chocolate pudding cups, man. Ooh. When I was a kid, 
That was my. That was but my, again, you know, it was my treat yeah, when I, I got think from good, school. And then I think if I had that now, I'd, uh, it would it would hurt. Especially eating six of them, not a good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the good old snack pack. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, see, because the snack you had the snack pack ones, which were really good, and then you had the Jello brand, which were really good. Okay, we're not going to get into our favorite chocolate puddings on a health and wellness podcast. We are going to remind you to uh, subscribe if you have not yet. Tell your friends, and if you have a question, uh, can they get in touch? Uh, hey, health matters at gmail.com. Check it out. Check it out, and uh, we'll be back with uh, another podcast to wrap up 2021 next week. Yes, sir. Gosh. (laughs) The year flew by. Where does the time go? Jason, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Pete. Stay safe and healthy out there. Happiest of holidays to you and yours. And remember, hey, health matters.